Welcome to the Big Red Rundown. I'm Zane. I'm Drew. And we thought that the right thing to do would be to spend our time wasting yours talking about Nebraska football, basketball, volleyball, baseball, and anything else that involves the University of Nebraska. It is bound to be the best 30 to 45 minutes of your day. I put question here and I don't know why. So there is... I have a question for you. Okay, Drew. All right. All right. What do you want to know? Man? All right. Come on. So, yeah, I just need to know some things. First of all, shout out to, to the other boys, uh, yes. Chris and James couldn't make it. Maybe James will pop in they're, here, but they're in a better place. <laughs> um, so I've been noticing with these, well, we'll get into the transfer portal talk here. Um, people, you know, when people are choosing Nebraska, these players, yes. And they're posting these pictures of themselves in these Husker uniforms. Oh yeah. I, and okay. they're wearing the all red uniforms Yeah, and they look so sick. I like it. a lot. They're so sweet. Yeah. Why aren't we wearing those? That's in games? okay. That's, that's, that's my question for that's you. That's a big thing. Uh, we, I remember I used to ask, I used to, of all people, I used to ask my dad, shout out my dad. I used to ask him if he knew the uniforms that the Huskers were going to wear on games. And I remember they wore all white against Michigan State in like, it would have been like 2009 or okay. 2010 or something. And I was like, oh, the all whites are super cool. And then Mike Riley wore them all the time. Yeah. And then I was like, why don't we make this a normal thing? And apparently it, it, it all comes back down to like the tradition thing. Yeah, I know sure. since we've, well, at least I don't, I don't know that, but I think, I think that's the main factor. It's like, yeah. If we're going to wear the all whites, why don't we wear the all reds? Yeah. But then at what point do we just only wear the all reds and, and the tradition of having the white, white yeah. pants, red tops, red, red pants. So white tops. two, two things with that, like, Nebraska actually has changed their uniforms a lot more than oh, people think. They think that lot. they're all these, yeah. like you, they're super traditional. They're really not. Yeah. Um, but the other thing is, is I was, I was talking to Chris, um, yesterday, but when we were just talking about pod stuff and, we were talking about this very question and he said, I don't know where he found this out, but I guess they let those recruits pick out which uniforms they want to yeah. wear for that picture. Yeah. That's why they're not always all the, all the all reds, but they mm-hmm. like give them options and Some he's of them like, wear the black. Yeah. And, but it's yeah. amazing. Like almost all of them are picking these all reds, all which red. you think would like say something like if you know what I mean? Like if the, if these transfer, if they find these that are good looking uniforms, they feel like they have confidence in them. Yeah. Like these are what they want to put out there to the world. Like maybe there's something to that. So I don't, I don't know if it needs to be, it doesn't need to even switch to be like, this is the main. Oh no, uniform. man. No, but I just like throw them in there, throw a yeah. rotation in there. Yeah. Every I, once I feel while. like we should have a rotation more often. I, but. I agree. And I, it sucks that I think literally this off season, Trev Alberts came out and said like, he's against, he's against the, the switching of the jerseys. And he's like, why do we have black basketball jerseys and stuff like, yeah. you know, like all yeah. this stuff. And it's like, uh, I, I get it. I under, I do understand that yeah. side of it, but I don't know, man, if we were going to do it, cause we do it every year. Do the all reds. Those are yeah, sweet. Yeah, I agree. Just do it. And speaking of of recruits that are posting pictures of that stuff, we've we've heard from Anthony Grant. We've heard from Chuba Purdy. We've heard from Javier Morton. We're probably going to hear from a couple more recruits here in the future, but Anthony Grant is absolutely a, just a freak of nature. Also, we heard from DeAndre Jackson, which is his – we could talk a little bit about that. Yeah. His situation is super weird. If you don't know, DeAndre Jackson is the running back transfer from Texas A&M who committed to Nebraska – like verbal committed said he was coming and then came on campus. And then as soon as he got on campus, there was like a whole big firestorm of media of media saying like, he can't actually come. Yeah. He's he's changed his mind. He, he, he's not able to enroll. And then like literally an hour after that, Deandre Jackson's like, you know, keep, keep, keep my name out of your mouth. You know, like like, uh, I'm still committed. I'm still committed. I'm still going to come play. So 
I th- quit it with all the rumors. Just, he just can't play in the spring, I guess. So he's yeah. going to be here in the summer after he had, I think there's some start in May. I think. Yeah. I, th- I think he maybe had to do with some classes or something this, this semester to like yeah. be able to qualify or something. I, I, it was something along those lines, but he's still committed. Yeah. But I did think it was interesting that even after all that went down, then here comes another uh, transfer stud. Anthony Grant, running back from New Mexico Military Institute. um, In Roswell. In Roswell. Watch out. Hey, hey, hey. I've been to Roswell. Have you ever ever been to Roswell? I'm not allowed to talk talk about it. (laughs) It's a quirky town. Um, It's it's a lot of things. Yeah. Um, I'm typically down on JUCOs. They have not. I feel like there's been so many times where we've been so high on them and so pumped up about about them for them to do basically nothing. Mm -hmm. However, this guy is a stud, man. Like his stats were just, they were insane. And he was playing at really the the top level of Juco ball. So, I mean, these were against, you know, better teams when you get into the championship levels and stuff like that. But he was averaging over seven (laughs) yards of carry. Seven, over seventeen hundred yards, eighteen yards. touchdowns, something like that. I think I, he had t- more than maybe 20. it was that. Yeah, maybe it was. Maybe yeah. that was rushing, and then he had to receive. I don't remember, but it was e- either way. I was just like looking at the stats, and I watched some of his film. Yeah, uh, this guy, he's a dude. He's a man. Yeah, uh, he's a guy. Like I, I once again, I don't want to get drink the Kool Aid just from JUCO <laughs> the highlights and stuff, but I, I don't know. I think he's a he could be an immediate impact guy. Oh uh, yeah, especially with the I I love more than anything the 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 way that they're approaching bringing in players um, just strictly for competition, even in the yeah. future, like oh, man, bringing, in, bringing in Anthony Grant, bringing in uh, the Emmett Johnson, bringing in Deandre Jackson, and then possibly bringing in Trevante citizen later yeah. this year, oh, man. that's adding four guys to a room that was already, I mean, we, we split the time between five other guys yeah. this year and we got Yant and Ramir yeah. and Irvin's going to be coming back and Marquis step is still on the team. And oh, yeah, like, it's, it's crazy. So, there are so many running backs on the team right now. I I can't imagine all of them are going to stay. But no, but you would think with all that competition, like somebody the, the cream, I, I yeah. hope with the coaches doing their jobs the best and really, I, I feel like with the new, you know, new running backs coach, new off- offensive coordinator, a new kind of role for Scott Frost as more the yeah. CEO. Hopefully they actually really identify the top couple backs and the cream rises to the top. Like when you have that many, even some proven guys like Ant and Ramir and yeah, these other yeah. guys, you can't help but think like the cream's going to rise to the top there and we're going to have yeah. a very like, you know, potent yeah. <laughs> starting or a couple, we, you know, one or two running backs. We need, think. we need that one, two punch. And then we need guys to be ready. Cause we've yeah. seen the past three, three, four years, the, the main guy gets, gets down yeah. and then somebody has to step up. And usually that person has, has produced really yeah. well. Yeah, for year, sure. This year it was Gabe Irvin. Gabe Irvin went down and then we kind of went through it a little bit. With, and then Ramir, Ramir came and out then, and, and then Ramir stepped up and he was, yeah. He was lights out. Yeah. He played so well against Michigan and Iowa and all yeah. the rest of the team. So. Yeah, so I, I think it's good. Good. I I, w- I would expect with all of this, and it's not just the running back room. There's wide receiver room. It's the D backs. You know, there's um, maybe to some extent the quarterback room too. Yeah, um, exactly. I, I would kind of I kind of would expect. Um, you know, after <laughs> spring ball goes through, yep. after people really know where they stand, yep. that I would expect 
a decent amount of attrition to come out of, mm-hmm. you know, and probably the, it'd be probably the pre-existing guys on a roster just cause they still would have their transfer available to them. But yeah, I, I would expect some of that, but that honestly, it's okay. Cause we, we need some of that to get under our roster under control with yep. numbers and things like that. And so, uh, it's just, man, it's to me as a fan, as somebody who does a podcast to follow this type of stuff, it's really ex- exciting because there's oh, so many storylines to follow. Oh, there's yeah. so much new content. Like it's going to feel in so many ways, like a new regime out there mm-hmm. uh, for spring ball and, and moving into the fall. I, I, was so. think, I was even thinking about that yesterday. Like uh, coaches are the same head coach, defensive co- side of the ball. Nobody's really talking about the defensive side of the ball. Yeah. And the argument there is like, we, hopefully we don't take a massive, massive step, step back. back. And then it's like the offense is really good, but we can't stop anybody. I don't think that's going to happen. So yeah, well, even on that line too, one of the so a lot of the concerns with the defense is the what we've lost, and so much of that was in our secondary, and yeah. we brought in a lot a of ton, transfers and people to immediate impact guys. So and, and Javier Morton, I mentioned earlier, is one of those guys who out of high school had had an offer from Alabama, had an offer from Arkansas, had an offer from Auburn. He was one of the one of the better players in Georgia, top twenty player in Georgia, who always produces yeah. NFL NFL level. Yep. High school players. He was he was there. He he didn't make it to uh, a, a college that year. I think some some school stuff maybe was got was getting in the way, and so he transferred to a JUCO and he spent the last year there and and committed to Nebraska. And he's yeah. one of the top twenty JUCO prospects in the country yeah. as well. Well, and then on top sure. of the guys we've already gotten, like he's, Tommy he's, Hill and those yeah. other guys we've landed, like Tommy Hill, Malcolm Hartzog, Malcolm Hartzog. Yeah. So um, who else do we have? I'm and looking and, at the, and then I, we've said this in the previous pods, but it's not just then our starting defense, but Jaden, that's a whole Jaden Gold. Oh, Jaden Gold. Oh man, I'm, yeah. I'm high on him too. But Deshaun Singleton's another JUCO safety. Top yeah. Oh yeah. JUCO yeah. safety. Bigger guy. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of them, and what this can do for our special teams too. I'm looking oh, forward yeah. to that. You know, exactly. just being able to it, this influx with that. Speaking so. of special teams, the, did you see Mark? Or did you see Mickey Joseph's tweet about from the night of the national championship about wide receivers playing? About oh, yeah. he said he said mark my words, every wide receiver on the team will be it. will be on special teams. I love and, it. And if Twitter just exploded, Blue. it went on fire, and yeah. everybody I love it, man. I love greatly. it. So I just I love that attitude and. Usually, I mean, wide receivers in a lot of ways are your most athletic guys overall. Oh, your team. Yeah. Speed, I mean, combination of speed, strength, talent, yeah. hand coordination, things like that. And so yeah. having those guys like with that mentality, not only just putting them on special teams is great, but then what, how that transfers over to their mentality, even on offense. Like I yep. just like, I love it. So. Yep. And, and on special teams too, not just as return men. But as gunners, as outside oh, yeah. blockers, 100%. as all, yeah, like, that, all that's of the things. Exactly. Like, just and how that translates to like how they attack when they're on off. Like if you're a gunner and just like build that mentality into who you are and then you're out there run blocking on when you're on offense, like just like Dude. I, that, that does translate that mentality, exactly. like just the attitude out there. Exactly. So. And and if wide receiver has enough ball skills to be able to locate the ball in midair mm-hmm. and, and catch it with a defensive back around him, then maybe if we had a wide receiver playing outside gunner against Michigan State last year, they would have been able to see the ball yeah. go to the wrong side of the field and then make it make an open field tackle to stop literally win us a game against a top yeah. ten opponent. But I, I digress. What do I, you uh, what do you think about the Brian Applewhite edition as I, the running back coach? I'm I'm really excited. I've so when Nebraska was horrendous at the end of Bo Pelini, we were losing to just people we shouldn't lose to. We weren't horrendous at any point, but whenever we were losing to Iowa and we couldn't beat the teams and then when we hired Mike Riley I was at rock bottom with Nebraska I started watching TCU 
right around 2011, I started watching TCU whenever they beat Wisconsin in the Rose Bowl. Brian Applewhite wasn't there at that point, I don't think, but I've really enjoyed watching TCU over the years. And again, another part of that was, do you remember Aaron Green, the running back from oh, Nebraska? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He Crazy. Tra- he was a, almost a five-star. Almost star. a five-star. Just a, some, I think some services had him as at a five-star. So. And he committed to Nebraska, and he came in, and he was behind Amir Abdullah and Rex Burkhead at the same time. And then he transferred to TCU, and he was an incredible running back oh, yeah. for TCU. He yeah, went, he he turned it on on there, man. He, yeah. he he did really really well, and I think that was part of Brian Applewhite. And and I mean, if you noticed anything about TCU over the last year, they had a, a running back named Zach Evans, who was arguably the best running back in the country yeah. this year. Yeah. And Brian Applewhite recruited him, developed him, and he's transferring out of TCU. But part of that is new coaching staff at TCU, yeah. new running backs coach, new all, all of these. Things. I know there was chatter with him come like kind of being a like if he comes here yeah that he'd come with i'm not so sure especially with these additions we made from the transfer portal if that's yeah. still a thing but who knows but i'm excited and i think he he has a good um rec- he has a good not recruiting acumen but he he can take a running back room and he could find out who the top well guy yeah is. so what i was looking in like is this guy a developer or is he a recruiter yeah. and so it seems from his like if you just look at how well his teams have run in the past like they're when he was because he was at wyoming he was at he was at Colorado, Colorado State. State. Yep. He, he was, and TCU. He was consistently pro, uh, bringing up like one of the top rushing, um, you know, teams in their yeah. conference and things like that. And so you would think, okay, well, that yeah, that is a, he's a developer, which we absolutely need. I love his attitude. Like on his Twitter, he basically says like he's he like his job is to raise young men. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. And to, he just uses football to do it. You yeah. know what I mean? To, to he raises them to have integrity. He just uses football as his tool to do it. So I love that attitude. But I think we are under. I think he's being underrated as a recruiter too. Yeah. He has had success recruiting and oh, yeah. bringing in this talent and finding talent that you know maybe is Zach under Evan, the radar. Zach Evans was a five star exactly, running back and committed so to TCU. I think I think he can be a nice addition. I think we're we have a lot of good recruiters, and so what we need yeah. there, we need the coach, we need the developer, we need somebody that can yep. kind of identify. We have just so we have struggled to find an ident- identity with running the the ball. Yep. Which I think some of it, this could be another tangent, but taking away that mobile quarterback that Adrian is, it was like, yeah. I think that will, I think that affected our run game. We did have a, you know, a, a running game with yeah. running backs. Uh, it just, one of them just so happened to be our quarterback. <laughs> you know what I mean? For, for the last four <laughs> he, years. He was so. a back that was running. He yeah. was just the quarterback. Exactly. Running. So I, I think that, that will, that will change. I hope at least I yeah. really do. And I think Mark Whipple's offense, I watched a couple of highlights of not, not Pitt, Offense is running it, but offense is a lot like Pitt, yeah. even NFL offenses and watching their schemes and their zone. They're like, I can't remember exactly. I'm not the the smartest football guy. I never played in high school and all that stuff. I love football, but I don't know all the technical terms and stuff, but like split zones where linemen pull from both sides and cross each oh, other. Yeah, yeah. And then, and then they, they run a read yeah, from the uh-huh. quarterback to the running back and he can either follow a blocker or go up the yeah. middle. It was so su- it was beautiful to yeah. watch. And so there's the option for the quarterback to keep it And Casey yeah. Thompson's mobile. Chubba's mobile. Luke uh, yeah. Logan's mobile. So there's, yeah, there's the option will be there. Oh, absolutely. But we, but I think it, you're just not going to see it as consistently. Yeah. You're actually going to see on third and seven and yeah, throw pass. the ball, not yeah. like 85% of the time being a QB draw. So. Yeah. And listening to Casey Thompson's interview last night, if you haven't listened to it yet, 24 seven, I think it's 24. No Husker online, Husker online with, um, who was it? Who was the beat writer that did it? I can't remember one of the, the bald one that kind of looks like, um, Mr. Potato head. <laughs> oh, 
I'm sorry. Wow. I'm sorry if you're like, Sean Callahan. Sean, I was going to say. Dude, I'm, I'm sorry, Sean. Hey, man. I'm sorry. I, I, it was all that came to my mind. We, we I, got, I, I know what you're saying. But yeah, <laughs> I love Sean his, Callahan. So he's, he's probably he, one of the better. He's probably players. one of the better, like, you know, follows and, like, get, he gets out a lot of information out there. So, yeah, Sean, I, if you're I listening, which you're not, Sean, shout you're out. Not, you're not listening. So, follow us on Twitter. If, you, if you're a real man and you're listening to this, <laughs> follow <laughs> us on Twitter. No, but is Sean, in his interview with Casey Thompson, talking about why he picked Nebraska and why he liked it. And, I mean, Casey won. And we could talk about this all, all podcast. I think he is a football dude. He he's explaining offensive and yeah, offensive is his sure. skill set and what makes him a leader and why he liked the offense and talking to Mark Whipple and all those things. And he's discussing uh, the fact he he knew. And one thing that stood out to me, he knew from all of Pittsburgh's games in the past two seasons, the most passing attempts they had and who the opponent was and the least passing attempts oh, wow. and who the opponent was in two years. And he's like, I watched everyone. I watched Kenny Pickett from the first game. You know, like he, he's amazing. done his research. And so he knew he talked saying to, something then if he out of from doing that, like yeah. knowing and like he be, chose. And, and part of that was how comfortable he was with the pass attempts and how, and with the receivers that are in the room right now and how yeah. Mark Whipple wants him to be the guy that makes the decision and leads the team. So, Bringing in Chubba Purdy on top of that, which is a, another massive addition, another four-star, highly rated four-star recruit out of high school, would have been probably the starter at, at Florida State if he didn't break his collarbone and try mm-hmm. and play through it. He broke his collarbone, went into the next game, and, and took a hit and was just done. He couldn't, yeah. he couldn't compete. He was probably going to be the remaining starter, and he played really well, and then there was that when he got hurt. It was like, ah, man. Yeah. But, Adding him to the room, having Logan and Heinrich and Richie in that room as well. Five scholarship guys that are going to be competing. Obviously, from that interview, you can tell Casey expects to be the star. Oh, yeah, and he should. And he should. But he here, I was thinking about that, too, and I, I was listening to, uh, I think it was the 247 Sports guys, and they were talking yeah. about, you know, when you bring a guy like in Chubb, like, this is his third year. Yeah. I know he's got time to play, but when he came in and injured, so that, like, you know, in the... He's got the, four years to play He's got four. Four, four years, but this is going into his third year in football. Yeah. Like, a guy like that... Well, he, you might think, oh, like he's a, he's the guy of the future. I think at that point, when you've been around for a couple of years and going into your third year, you, I, I bet Chubba's like, no, I'm going to fight for the starting role. I've been yeah. in this for oh, a while yeah. too, which I love, man. He, I don't think he's coming in just to be like, be okay with being a backup. Yeah. I think he's going to go in and push too, and that's what you need. You and, just, and, you just need and it. And there's no guarantee he doesn't get yeah. the starting there's role. There's no guarantee that Logan Smothers that Logan doesn't Smothers come in and just or, like a bunch Heinrich of jokers. Harvard. Yeah, I exactly. think of all of the people in that room, I I am the most excited about the potential that Heinrich Harburg has. Just yeah. the way he looks, he looks like an NFL. He looks yeah. like Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, he without does. The hair. Yeah, he has. He's tall. He's long. He's got a bazooka for an arm. Yeah. He's, Justin Herbert. Or he, he exactly. Just like looks like that. Yeah, we'll see if we'll see who picks it up. Who 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 can yeah. who can really make make the the statement the best? But I think. Uh, of all of the additions that we've had this season, I wanted to pick your brain, and we can hear from the, the guys in the future. Of all of the off-season additions, coaches and players, all of it, what do you think is is adding most Kool-Aid drinking hope to to the fan base broadly? So I, I put Casey Thompson and Chubba Purdy duo, or, or overall like quarterback room potential for the future. 
um, Mickey Joseph and his recruiting development and acumen with bringing in guys like Jamar Chase and yeah. Justin Jefferson and Keyshawn Boutte from, from LSU and mm-hmm. Trey Palmer, who's now on our team, like mm-hmm. his ability to develop high-level NFL wide receivers. Mark Whipple and his high-powered offense passing game. He, I mean, he had Justin Addison, who was the Bolitnikoff winner last year, and he had uh, Heisman Trophy finalist Kenny Pickett. Special teams changing and improvements with all of the ad- adding all of the kickers, all the punters, adding Bill Bush, who's the the main special teams coach. He's going to be the head coach of the special teams unit, which we talked about for, literally from the Illinois game this yeah. year when when Dad Gum Cam Taylor Britt dropped that punt and we lost that game. But of all of those, Casey Thompson and Chubb Purdy, Mickey Joseph, Mark Whipple and his offense, or special teams, or another subject for yeah. the offseason edition what gets you most excited and what do you think is adding the most kool-aid drinking hope to the to the nebraska fan base i i would That's a lot yeah that is i think what adds the most kool-aid drinking would probably be have to be the quarterback room mm-hmm. uh, just from kool-aid like you're like okay yeah. we're bringing in these two high you know rated guys one that had a lot of success maybe not necessarily in the win column with texas but some mm-hmm. and just changing that and i think the Husker fans, as much as they like Adrian, are pretty desperate for a different look from the quarterback position. So yeah, I think from a from a drinking Kool Aid perspective, it's hard not to be look at that and be like, man, we brought in two high level transfers. Like that's crazy. That oh, room, yeah. that room was so different, really high level. And there's just with that becomes a lot of excitement. Yeah. Um, so I think from drinking a Kool Aid standpoint, it ha- probably have to be that. I think what I'm honestly probably the most excited about is like personally is the changes on special teams. Yes. Like, thank you. Yeah. I just, I, I'm so glad you added that. Yeah. I, I think for me personally, like, and once again, like they have to prove it. Yeah. Without a doubt. But the potential there, you know, just if, if we can just, if we can change that from being a liability, like it literally was a liability to every time we were, they stepped out on the field, whether it was, except for maybe kickoff, you know, yeah. like, but even that, like we had our moments. Um, but if we could change punt, the punting game, switching the field position and our field goal game to from a liability to a strength oh, where yeah. we're, we're not just like crap, let's cross our fingers, but it's like, no, I'm excited if that we, our punters out on the field yeah. or our kickers out of the field. Like when we, if we can turn it into a weapon rather than a liability that that is worth that changes an entire team. That changes it changes. It literally changes the season. It changes. It, it literally, it yeah. makes you go from, you know, like a, a C plus rated team to, to a B plus a minus team. It really, it has that big of an impact. Oh, yeah. It really does. And to prove it, look at what that does for teams. Like how Iowa uses it. Oh, right. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't want to talk good. About, <laughs> does Iowa still suck? Yes. B- but, B- watch your but do you, be but, careful. Yeah. But do, do you know, do you know what I mean though? <laughs> I like just mean, like yeah. turning that into a strength. They're going to run the ball down your throat. And if they get stopped at, at midfield, they're already up 14 oh, yeah. to zero. We'll punt, we'll punt the ball and pin you at the five yards. Exactly. Line. So think of Iowa, right? Yeah. If, if they had our special teams, what's their record? Uh, probably two and 10. <laughs> I'm, I'm, that's not an exaggeration. Bro, I mean, it's probably maybe like in that their offense that was, three to five win get range. Our, like our, it honestly is. Our Iowa fan producer's not here, so we can smash yeah. Iowa if we want. Yeah, and so it's not like we wouldn't if he was here. Yeah, but. so like honestly, I, I I'm that's not just hating on Iowa. I think that's facts. Yeah, it and is. So, it is. Their offense was so bad yeah. they they wouldn't have been able to overcome. The the if if you just take how bad Nebraska's special teams was and put it with Iowa and switch and give Nebraska Iowa special teams, I bet we at least at the minimum get to the get to a bowl game. Oh, yeah, for minimum. sure. I mean, if not, 
compete in the West. We, we lost. We lost Oklahoma from special teams. Special Illinois. Teams. We lost Illinois. Michigan from special state. Teams. Michigan. We lost Michigan State. From Michigan special didn't teams. help. Michigan really didn't help much, but I that was mean, more the rest. <laughs> yeah, I, we. Yeah, those were at least three games for sure that we've. I'm sure, there's we probably more in there that we're we're, we're missing out just on. But, strict special yeah. teams. Yeah, I think I think you're right. I think um, I I would like. I think the most um, realistic, like if people were genuinely building their hope on anything, I think um, it would be for the for the for the future of Nebraska. Just broadly speaking, I think Mark Whipple's offense should be what people are most excited. Uh, yeah, about. I, I think most I agree. People, I think most people are excited about Casey Thompson and Chuba Purdy just from the new. Yeah, the new I think fresh that's face, just what com- that's by the, the nature of the position. Like you drink yeah. the Kool Aid with your QB exactly, but, and he's gonna and they're gonna know what why because yeah. they're but, gonna bear it all. But that's directly <clears throat> influenced by Mark yep. Whipple. Mark Whipple, who who has who, who has stated openly, we're gonna form the offense and we're gonna do what the quarterback's yeah. able to do. I, man. I, that would be like the very like that's probably one A and one B for me. I I think I just with how bad special teams have been, yeah. I have to put them one A like yeah. and but one one B yep. is definitely for me. Mark Whipple exactly so. and and I am one A for me is special teams. I am pumped. I said from the beginning like I didn't honestly didn't know we that you had to have a at the beginning of the season. I didn't know that you only could have ten assistant coaches. Mm-hmm. So I've learned a lot from that point. I didn't know you could only use 10 assistant coaches and you had to split them between offense and defense. I thought you had offense and defensive assistant coaches and you just kind of paid whoever you were able yeah, whoever to pay. You want to, yeah. And then if you wanted to pay a special teams guy, you could, it blew my mind when I really got down to it and figured out that Scott was being serious about, no, we're just going to kind of split special teams duties. Yeah. Everyone's just going to kind of, yeah. you know, pick a piece of it. I was like, Oh my gosh. So having one, a guy who is the head coach of the special teams yep. unit, their own team, the special teams unit is so exciting. Oh, and, the, and the guys we've added to that, even return guys like Malcolm oh, yeah. Hartzog and Emmett Johnson, Trey, uh, Trey, uh, Trey Palmer, Trey Palmer. Yeah. that guy, he's, he's proven, man. He's run. Oh yeah. He's run. He's uh, touchdown and punts back. Yeah. Uh, in, at LSU. And, I mean, in the SEC who yeah. has great special yeah, teams. No, unit. for sure. So I, I, I'm with you on all of that. And I think that that pretty, pretty well sums up the past, a week or so of football, which is a lot. A lot has been happening, but I, I think things are going to kind of start to slow down maybe a little bit more leading into the next signing day into, yeah. into uh, start of spring ball in February. There's a couple, you know, people were in the hunt for, there's that, you were talking about the D-back from you and I, Omar yeah, Brown. Omar Brown, and FCS All-American freshman, um, freshman that year. That guy, uh, the, uh, what was his name again? <clears throat> Hold on, I just pulled it up. Def- defensive the, lineman. The defensive lineman. What Miami? was his name? Um, I pulled it up here. Uh, Nesta Jade Silvera. He's like That's six two, three oh six, and big guy. Come into. He's a one year guy, um, veteran. Lots of lots of lots of playing time. I can't yeah. remember. I saw how many games he's played in, and put up a lot of. I think last year he had thirty eight tackles, five and a half yards for uh, loss. So, anyways, like he's he's played a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we need a guy like that on the D line just to give some veteran presence for those younger guys. Even though there's yeah. a lot of talent there, I think just bringing that piece would be huge. Yeah, that would be huge. Um, uh, another, oh, the DB from Alabama, you said. Yeah, I can't remember his name off the top of my head. Yeah, he's I remember a, hearing a, that too. He's, I think he's a four star defensive back from just the state of Alabama. Yeah, state of Alabama. Right. He's going to be making a visit, I believe, this weekend, this yep. coming weekend, and I think he's going to decide that weekend as well. I can't remember. I can't remember one. I can't remember his name. I can't remember yeah. what schools he has in his top five. Shout I'll, out to you though. Shout out, shout out from to the state of Alabama. Alabama. I, I am positive you're listening. So yeah. give us a follow, man. And shout us out. We'll get you to 8 million followers on yeah. Twitter. 
Uh, and then uh, Trevante Citizen, still, Trevante still, still sniffing, five, you yeah. know, still sniffing around the program, up, so up which is pretty amazing. With some pretty high-level programs. He yeah. has Michigan State in there, LSU still in there. but I, I wouldn't still. expect us to get him, but... I yeah. don't expect it either, but, but it would be hey, cher- you just cherry, never know, on, man. cherry you just on top. Never know. That'd be nice. So one one thing that was cherry on top for sure was this past uh, basketball game, Nebraska finally got back Trey McGowan's. One, it didn't make much of a difference, but it did make a difference in, in some in some ways that maybe you didn't you didn't witness physically watching the game. He is a leader, man. Man, he he's a the, leader. He plays the, so hard. He plays so hard and he is the backbone of that team. Yeah. And he's still just could jump out the gym, man. Oh, in yeah. pre games he's doing windmill dunks and stuff. So. No, I I it they looked different with him out they there. Did, it and didn't, they competed much better. They, it didn't and I, it, yeah, they did for sure. And they're still Which isn't much, but they're just still missing. I feel like unless we're up by like at least 10 points with three minutes left, we're not going to win a game because the other yeah. teams just go into their three-minute offense. They rebound, out-rebound us. They just have... I feel like every team in those last few minutes are just like, hey, we're going to become the best shooters in the world. Yeah. We, oh man, we almost made that run that last game, I but know. it's just we just don't have it in us right now. I don't know what it is. Yeah. It's, so, it's, a, it's, it's a lot like football. It's a lot like football where... I think, and I think the all of the beat writers are saying this. All the guys on the radio are saying this. We are missing our our point guard. Yeah, we have we We're, have point guards on the team, but, but they're not point guards. They're not point guards. Yeah, I they're, agree with that. They're bucket getters. We need exactly. Yeah, <laughs> we need a true point guard. We need Kobe That's, Webster is is that, but he's not as he's not as offensively skilled or as big yeah. as as our other point guard. I love it when he's on the court, though. He's, I feel yeah. like that's the best we look. I agree. Alonzo like Alonzo Verge can get to the basket and he can score. Yeah, and he's he, kind of flashy. He, but he is, but he also like forces way too much. He's not. He's not the guy that's. I'm going to take two guys to the hoop, and when I'm going up, I'm going to kick it to a wide open guy yeah. from three, and he's going to make. He's the guy that's. I'm going to lay it in, and yeah. I'm going to get. And hit you need and those guys, but yeah. not necessarily as your point guard. Exactly. So, so um, I, I think yeah. we we just need to we need to add that to the team. I don't know if it I don't know if it's going to happen because I don't know if Fred Hoiberg is going to get another. So game. I yeah I I don't I can't say Hoiberg doesn't he, he knows basketball way better than we do. Yeah, so he true. probably knows that's it. True. He probably just hasn't been able to land one. But yeah, I feel like that's you have to you have to find that person. Man, it makes me wish it makes me miss Glenn Watson Jr. So oh, yeah, bad. Man. Oh, oh, he was. So, he, I love. He was one of my four year starter for freshman to his senior, yeah. and he was just. I mean, he could score. He, Cl- he could score, he, but he was shooter. You know, hit shooter. hit threes for you, and just and, like and he could yeah. distribute. Oh yeah, the ball, man. He, he was a big out. big part of the success with Tim that, Miles. With yeah. Tim Miles, I think was just having a guy like that. So yeah, and we got skill, man. We got skill now. We have skill coming in next year. We got some hopefully. big guys. Oh, hopefully, yeah. Hopefully, we'll, we'll see. see. With we'll see what happens. But I think adding Trey was big. I think Nebraska has the ability, and I and um, Steve Sippel has said has said this confidently. He thinks Nebraska can get ten wins this year. With the rest of the season, I don't with, know them with the, Trey back with, and just kind of with yeah. Trey back and settling in. And and I saw this stat too. I, I need to find it to make sure before. The winter break for school, Nebraska shot twenty four percent from yeah, three. It was like ninety two. Horrible. Ni- and it wasn't even. It was like forty one of three hundred. We were one of the last ranked teams in all horrible. of like out of three hundred plus teams. Exactly. Since we've come back from from Christmas winter break, we're shooting almost forty percent. Yeah, which it's, is it is way drastically better. Drastically different. Yeah. And and the, a lot of the credit can go to Derek Walker Derek, for being such a presence he's inside. Such a beast, that he, man. He draws so much defense. And yeah. with with the threat of the three point shot out now yeah it, it changes the way the offense flows I, yeah oh i I'm, definitely watching lost to a, another great team illinois we lost to them by eight 
this past 79 to 71, which is better, better than losing to Rutgers yeah. by 21. So we're yep. getting, we're getting better. Women's basketball. They've kind yeah. of started losing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They get into the but big 10 play. Alex, but Alexis Markowski is a freak. Yeah. Man, I still the think they're, uh, it, it's kind of making me eat crow a little bit on giving them a hard time for not being ranked. I still say they deserve to be ranked at, back then, but now they've just kind of sl- started to slide here in big 10 play, but um, they're still a good team. I think they're going to make a, a challenge in the tourney and uh, for the, in the big 10 tourney at least. So, yeah, I just pulled up Twitter and there's big 10 rankings. I don't think it's official or anything. It's just a, yeah. a guy who tweets top rankings of big 10 things. Oh He's yeah. Like, I've seen the heat. Some of those are, random yeah. too like it, this one is best big 10 college town ranking yeah i saw that nebraska's, like fourth? nebraska's number four yeah state it's, college it's, i think it was just like yeah for it was just like the state living in the state itself or what yeah. isn't that what it was yeah it was interesting all right well whatever speaking of those rankings though i did see a cool of uh, a fun one it was about like the all-time they took AP it was AP college football poll rankings greatest programs of all time so they took oh yeah yeah the rankings of all the teams and like averaged them out to like what that looked like for yeah. their all-time ranking yeah and uh, Nebraska came in at seventh which is pretty impressive and yeah. really I started looking at that I was like man I mean they're the last us. 20 years killed us for that oh yeah we could have really been it uh, we could have maybe been fighting for sure sixth we I think we would have been you know with USC but yeah, Oklahoma was uh, number one US, on that. USC is about to start falling too, man. Yeah, Oklahoma was number one. Alabama, two. Ohio State, three. Notre Dame, four. Michigan, five. USC, six. Nebraska, seven. That's pretty impressive. Yeah, and we're ahead a lot of of a lot of teams. Yeah, just right over Texas, Penn State, Georgia. Tennessee, LSU, Georgia, Auburn. Um, you know, so uh, that's kind of cool. Just Ho- I, I, I thought it was a really cool them. stat to look at. Just yeah. like you know, when you talk about the, you know, blue blood, you know air blue chip programs and whatnot and yeah and yeah that's, anyway that's just football that's, right that's just football well if nebraska baseball continues to trend in the direction that they have in the past couple of years under will bolt maybe they'll get to that point with baseball as well because yeah. officially not in the preseason rankings despite being listed in a variety of polls anywhere from from i think i saw 31 to 14 at the highest poll I, I think it was called the perfect score poll or the perfect pitch poll or something oh, yeah. like that. They were 14th, and there's no Big Ten teams in the top 25. Yeah, it's crazy. In any polls, which is is crazy. Big Ten Remind- usually has a decent conference for baseball. It's yeah. never... It's, it's never better than the SEC or Big 12, but... Yeah, but but we, we play at least two opponents. We have series with at least two opponents. I think with UC Riverside, who's who's in the top 25, and with TCU. We have a, yeah. a, a home and home with TCU, I believe. So, those are really good programs. Mm-hmm. Nebraska's had a lot of attrition with... Not a lot. I, w- I won't say a lot. No, I think average. A good amount of attrition. Yeah. With, but those... It's not attrition that, like, they just, oh, they're just going to retire. Well, they went, like, to the, they went to the MLB. They got drafted. Yeah, they got drafted, or they're going to play professionally. So, with that, I don't know what the expectations are coming into this next season. I think... I think we with, fight for a Big Ten title. I, I think, think we'll be up there easily Easily. fight for the big 10 title i think more than anything i would love for us to host a super host a regional if we could host a regional there oh my gosh if we don't host a regional this year if we win the big 10 again and don't host a regional i'm going to burn the ncaa double headquarters to the ground true story about drew i've lived in omaha for well three years now this stint but then four years before i've never been to a college world Series game how crazy is that as a huge sports fan like yeah I'm I'm a ginormous sports fan. I've just never made it to one, dude. It is fun. Part now recently, it's just kids. That's not a great yeah. place for young kids. It's hot and just oh, whatever, yeah. whatever. And Very then before hot. I lived here before, I was more in college. I wasn't always around in the summers, things like that. But yeah. I just it blows my mind that I've never been to one. It's one of my favorite sports games, sports just venues. Yeah. 
anywhere. I've been we, to, I've been to games at Rosenblatt. Yeah. I, I went to one of the longest baseball games I've uh, ever. I think it was like 16 innings. Oh yeah, it was like Arkansas versus Virginia or something yeah. in like 2009. It. It went 16 innings, yeah. and my dad and I stayed. That's crazy. We we had tickets this last time, but then our oldest daughter got sick, and so we're like, well, we can't really go. So, yeah. and anyways, I, I go, just... I go to a multiple games every year. I didn't go last year because of COVID, and it, well, we didn't... Yeah, I didn't go last year because of COVID and everything, I yeah. think is what it was. Two years, yeah. Two years Two ago. summers ago, yeah. But this this next coming year, I would... Man, if Nebraska made it, imagine TD Ameritrade Park when Nebraska plays. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. That's just, just going to like be a... 20,000 oh, yeah. Husker fans filling a yeah, professional be, ballpark. It would be incredible. But compete for the Big Ten title and host a regional would be awesome. Yeah. It would be super, super cool. So Yeah, I always like this time of year. It's 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 post-college football, so you get a little sad. But we've got still basketball's going, even yeah. though that's sad. But NFL playoffs have been good. I know. Yeah. You know sorry about your, your Cowboys. Hey, man. That was, how it goes. was a rough one. Um, that's how it goes. But NFL playoffs, I don't, I, I don't follow the regular season as much anymore. But I love the NFL playoffs, man. Like... It they're they're exciting. There's good games. There's it just everyone's playing top. Well, they should be playing at the top top their level. <laughs> Some teams don't. Oh um, man! But it, I, yeah, there's a lot going on in the world of sports right now. I, Olympics are starting. Are you an, are you a Winter Olympic fan at all? Uh, I'm I'm not a non Winter Olympic yeah. fan. I'll watch them. I'm yeah. a huge Olympics fan. Yeah, I love say, all the same here. Olympics and stuff. My wife and I are. It'll be like on our 21st anniversary um, when it's in LA uh, coming oh, up the, yeah. the Summer Olympics. Dude. So we're thinking about taking like our 20th anniversary trip out out there to just go. That would because be we lifetime. were huge Olympic fans too. Like and with the the Olympic venue that they're building out oh, there. If you've yeah. seen the pictures of that, uh-uh. it's just going to be yet. amazing, man. Oh, it's I, insane. I want to go so, so bad. That would be incredible. So we're, we're thinking about like uh, just hitting that up and making it. We've yeah. never really spent any time out in California. So that'd be yeah. fun. Yeah. There's a lot of happenings. Around. Curling though. Winter, winter Olympics. We love the curling, man. The curling is fun. It's fun, man. It's, it's visually stunning to yeah. watch just a, a perfectly spherical yeah. ob- granite stones spinning. It's kind of like ground. equivalent of watching something like, chess oh, you yeah. know on tv but somehow it's just captivating it's, so it's exciting. like exciting uh, it is like, and then I, the noise it makes whenever yeah. they hit <laughs> <laughs> they bounce around yeah. we lived in i'm sure there's one here multiple in omaha but when we were oh, living yeah. in rapid city there was uh like, a, like this, this aquatic center that they had have a, a ice skating rink there was a curling leagues going on i wanted to join so yeah. bad i did, wouldn't know anything what i was doing i had no idea what i was doing but i just i'd love to I join i think there but, was like curling world championships or something in omaha recently i think you're right yeah I, there was I, I think or some sort of tournament yeah um because we had I had some friends of ours that are big fans. They were like posting about it, like go support team USA at this thing. That's it. The people that are going to represent <laughs> USA, but welcome to the big curling rundown. Yeah. <laughs> Next week we're breaking down only curling. Yeah. Lots of stuff going on. We want to thank you guys for listening to the big red rundown. We hope that you're still enjoying this as much as we are. We're, I want, want to let you guys know we're probably going to be shifting to episodes every other week releasing on Tuesdays um, from now until probably the start of spring practice, which is I think February 27th is yeah. when spring practice starts for, um, for for football. We'll still update. We'll still kind of pile up all the things that are going on with, with basketball, with baseball, with, with women's volleyball. There's been some stuff going on and with women's basketball as well. Yeah. We'll keep all that stuff in a list. We're making documents so that we come to each podcast prepared, but life's gotten a bit busy for some of us. Uh, us guys hosting and we want to make sure that we're producing podcasts that are full of, of content that you guys want to listen to so follow us on twitter still though yeah. we're gonna you know we'll put content on there and yeah shout so. out shout out james 
pr- Prooch? Prooch? Yeah. Uh, dude, I'm so sorry if you're listening to this, but we want to we want to get him to 6,000 followers. <laughs> he's at like 370 right yeah. now, but he's we're, he is the sole reason we're almost to 100 followers. On yeah, Twitter. he gave us a shout out and said, hey, get it. let's get these boys, the boys to uh, 100. Start calling us the boys. Yeah. The boys. But they get him to 100 and we got it to like 94 or something I, like yeah, that. We I jumped up like 20 something. What are we at right now? 94. That's what I'm talking about. Shout out James. But we want you guys to follow us there so that we can keep you updated and and we kind of we kind of put out tweets all the time and, yeah. and put our names in them. We so, have you know, fun with it. So. Yeah, it's fun. But make sure you guys are are following us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, anywhere else you want to listen to podcasts. You can find us there. If you can't for some reason, shout us out. Or give us an email um, at bigredrundown at gmail.com and we'll, we'll get get up where we need to get up. But give us some good reviews and share it with your friends and family. Follow us on Twitter at Big Red Rundown, and then you can you can email us, like I said, at BigRedRundown at gmail.com. We will see you guys next time.